When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Entrican, a.k.a. KC Bubba. We're here to recap your Monday, July 3rd action on the diamond. Get you ready for the 4th of July slate ahead. Hope you guys are having some fun on this holiday extended weekend. Let's talk some baseball here on Monday. The Astros uh, recalled Brandon Belak from AAA. He will make the start on Tuesday for a depleted rotation. You know, Framber Valdez is day-to-day with an ankle injury. He keeps getting his start pushed back. So Belak will come up and start on Tuesday, moving J.P. France back to Wednesday. Framber still up in the air. Might not, might not even start until after the All-Star break, but to be determined on that one. Miami Marlins had some issues here. Jazz Chisholm, we mentioned, left his start on Sunday with a oblique injury. He has an oblique strain, a grade one, it looks like, likely out three to four weeks. Could be longer. We'll have to wait and see with Jazz Chisholm. In a corresponding moves, the Marlins called up Dane Myers. Fun little prospect here. He was once a pitcher, converted to position player. And in the minors this year, Dane Myers is hitting 335 with 13 home runs and 16 stolen bases. So quite the offensive talent. First base outfield guy for the Miami Marlins coming in there to take the roster spot of Jazz Chisholm. The New York Mets continue to do New York Mets things to make us kind of baffled with what's going on, but they've traded for Chris Flexen and Trevor Gott from the Seattle Mariners to add some pitching depth to a team that needs the pitching depth. Just not sure this was the move Mets fans were hoping for. The White Sox called up red-hot prospect Oscar Colas, who had a great spring training, started out with a big club, fizzled out, went back to AAA, since June 1st in AAA, he's hitting 286 with eight home runs, 19 runs scored, and 15 RBIs. Expect Colas to get some regular playing time with the Chicago White Sox, potentially making him quite fantasy relevant if he can continue to produce the way he was in AAA. The Tampa Bay Rays sent Vidal Brujan back to AAA as they activated Brandon Lau from the IL. Lau's been dealing with back injuries. He's been dealing with those for a few years now, so we'll have to wait and see how that one pans out. But Lau back from the IL, Vidal Brujan back to AAA. Tristan McKenzie, we know he's been kind of shut down for a bit, trying to figure out what to do with his injury. Uh, they decided McKenzie's going to go the non-surgical route to recover from his uh, shoulder uh, elbow situation. He'll be shut down. McKenzie will be shut down for three more weeks with no throwing, period, for three more weeks. That basically puts him into the August now, August 1st. And then he'll start a throwing program after that, and they'll assess things from there. The goal is to have him back by the end of the season, potentially playoffs for the Cleveland Guardians. We'll have to wait and see how that one pans out as the non-surgery method has a lot of questions ahead after the three-week shutdown. Minnesota Twins, Royce Lewis, we know he went to the IL on Sunday, diagnosed with a grade two oblique strain on Monday. That is not good, folks. Like Jazz Chisholm, looks like he has a grade one strain. Uh, Royce Lewis, grade two oblique strain. He'll be out at least, at least six weeks. That is an absolute shame for Royce Lewis. Probably a cut in a lot of formats if you don't have IL spaces for Royce Lewis. Uh, Seattle Mariners big-time pitcher Bryce Miller was going to the IL. He left his last start early. 
with a blister. He's going to the aisle with said blister on his middle finger. It's apparently severe enough to not allow him to make his next start. He'll come back after the All-Star break. Kind of hinted at it on the show yesterday, but Clayton Kershaw was placed on the IL with his lingering shoulder injury. Michael Grove got the start on Monday for the Los Angeles Dodgers. At the same time, though, Gavin Stone was also called up and has a locker in L.A. and want to wait and see when he gets his next start in that scenario. Thyro Estrada of the San Francisco Giants was a shame. He got hit in the hand in his last at-bat in New York on Sunday night. He finished the game, surprisingly, but he is now on the IL as Thyro Estrada was diagnosed with a fractured hand, and he's expected to miss four to six weeks. He has padding on that hand, and they've already said if he didn't have said padding, he could have been out for much, much longer. So four to six weeks, not good for Thyro Estrada. Not good for the Giants, not good for fantasy managers that have been loving the Thyro Estrada production in the 2023 baseball season. Some more Giants news. Anthony Discothani was placed on the aisle with right shoulder fatigue as he has been getting worse and worse as starts have gone out. I'm waiting for Ross Stripling to do something similar pretty soon. But for now, Desclafani to the IL with right shoulder fatigue. And a little bit of good news for the Giants. They activated Michael Yastrzemski from the IL on Monday, giving him some time with the big club. All right, Josh Naylor. Naylor left Monday's game with right wrist soreness. Uh, that's not ideal, of course. He's going to be getting some imaging done on Tuesday to assess the extent of the damage to Josh Naylor. Naylor has been an absolute beast for the Cleveland Guardians so far this season over like in just June alone, hitting well over 300, a little bit of power, good run production. So that's going to be a big hit for the Cleveland Guardians. Some Houston Astros news, Jose Arquiti to throw a live bullpen session on Tuesday. If all goes well in that bullpen session, they'll start a, a, um, a potential rehab assignment for Jose Arquiti, getting him back about after the All-Star break, week after the All-Star break, give or take which would be great news for a struggling Astros uh, rotation, who I already mentioned, is having Brandon Belak and J.P. France starting Tuesday and Wednesday of this week. Some crazy news for the Cubs, not crazy, but it's bad news for the Cubs. Nick Madrigal left Monday's game with hamstring tightness, and most would be like, oh, it's Nick Madrigal, who cares? Madrigal's been a great player for them and a decent fantasy player since getting recalled early June. Hit well over 300, a little bit of power, but more importantly, a ton of speed, playing every day doing some big boy things that we'd hope Madrigal would do once he was drafted out of Oregon State. And he was showing it for once with the Chicago Cubs. But now he goes to the uh, – he won't go to the aisle yet. We'll see on Tuesday what the information comes out from that. But he left with hamstring tightness, which usually leads to an aisle stint. And then Tyler O'Neill with the St. Louis Cardinals will begin a rehab assignment on Tuesday. They're not saying exactly when he'll be back. It kind of is a game-by-game situation to see how he reacts to said rehab but Tyler O'Neill will begin that rehab assignment finally as he's had so many setbacks with the back injury. He'll start his rehab assignment on Tuesday. All right, everybody, let's talk some underdog fantasy here. Are you ready to step up to the plate and show off your fantasy baseball skills? Check out Underdog Fantasy's 7th Inning Stretch Tournament from now through July 14th where you can build your dream team and compete against your friends for the $150,000 in total prizes. The best part, once you draft your team, you're all set. No need to worry about waivers, substitutions, or trades during the tournament. And don't worry about setting your lineups each week. Underdog will automatically select your highest-scoring players for you. The seventh-inning stretch was has four thrilling rounds, each with its own player groups, from the 12-person group in round one to the intense 134-person final group in round four. The, the competition keeps getting more intense the farther you go. And with our code PITCHERLIST, P-I-T-C-H-E-R-L-I-S-T, all one word, You'll receive a 100% deposit match up to $100, and it's only $7 to enter the 7th inning stretch tournament. Check out the description of this episode for the sign-up link, and make sure you use the promo code PITCHERLIST, all one word, 
when you sign up. Mark your calendars, folks. The tournament starts right after the All-Star break. So get ready to dive into the action. So what are you waiting for? Visit the link in the episode description. Use promo code PITCHERLIST and receive 100% deposit match up to $100. Join us in the seventh inning stretch tournament and experience the thrill of fantasy baseball like never before on Underdog. Good luck and may the best team win. A couple notes here for you, though. You must be at least 18 or over and present in the state where Underdog Fantasy operates, 19 or over in Alabama and Nebraska, 21 or over in Massachusetts and Arizona. Terms apply. If you're concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. And in Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. All right, some hitting highlights from your Monday on the Diamond. The the I, I mentioned the Astros are heating up in a big way. They went off again, so did the Rangers in that matchup. But the Astros went off, and Kyle Tucker was a big reason for that going four for four with a double, a home run, three runs scored, and four RBIs. Tucker's now hitting 295 on the season with 13 homers and 14 steals. It has felt like a lackluster season for Tucker from what we'd expected from him. We're basically at the midway point of the season. He's hitting 295. If he can somehow creep up to 25 to 30 home runs and get you 25 to 30 bags, still a pretty positive season for Kyle Tucker. X going to give it to you. Xander Bogarts, the San Diego Padres, went three for three with a double home run, two runs scored, three RBIs on a walk on Monday. He's hit Bogarts hitting 259 with nine home runs and nine steals on the season. Not the most ideal season, but he is heating up of late. So keep an eye on Bogarts as the Padres look to get things going in the second half of the season. Then Jose Abreu, back to those Astros. Abreu continues to get it done. He went two for five with a double, a home run, two runs scored, and four RBIs on Monday. Since June 1st, Abreu's hitting 303 with six homers, 13 runs scored, and 25 RBIs. Seems like that slow start of the season can be uh, checked out as he's doing just fine. Check out the Daily Batters Box on PitcherList.com to get your details on all th- the top hitters of the day. I'm starting pitching highlights from Monday. Logan Webb, six and two-thirds innings pitched, two earned, seven hits, two walks, and 11 strikeouts. Nice bounce back start after a couple rough outings for the Giants ace Logan Webb. He had 11 whiffs and a 38% CSW, just proving the Seattle Mariners have been quite the strikeout situation for pitchers these days. On the season, Logan Webb's got a 3.38 ERA, a 2.99 xFIP with 117 Ks and 117 innings pitched. Joe Ryan, Minnesota Twins, he's had an up and down go of late, similar to Webb, but on Monday Ryan got the job done, throwing six innings, two earned, six hits, one walk, and nine strikeouts as he looked really good against the Kansas City Royals. Webb had, Ryan had 21 whiffs with a 39% CSW as he continues his great season in Minnesota. And then Brian Wu, opposite of Logan Webb on Monday. Wu continues to woo fantasy managers everywhere. Wu had six innings pitched, two earned, three hits, two walks, seven Ks against the Giants. The two earned was a two-run home run against Blake Sable. So other than that, pitched really, really well. Wu had 15 whiffs and a 31% CSW on Monday. And outside of that first start of the season, Wu's last five starts, he's allowed two run runs or less in each start and has 35 strikeouts and 26 and two-thirds innings pitched as he has been absolutely outstanding. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Some relief pitching highlights from your Monday. Ryan Presley picked up his 18th save of the season for the Houston Astros. Devin Williams, his 18th save of the season for the Milwaukee Brewers. Alexis Diaz, his 24th save of the year for the Cincinnati Reds. A.J. Puck, his 14th save of the year for the Miami Marlins. Clay Holmes, his 10th save of the year 
for the New York Mets. Rysel Iglesias, his 15th save of the year for the Atlanta Braves. And Evan Phillips, like I said, he appears to be the dude in L.A. He picked up his 12th save of the year for Los Angeles Dodgers. So a lot of the big dogs getting their saves, nothing too crazy in the closing world on Monday. Make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com for more information on all things relief pitching. All right, before we get take a look at your 4th of July action, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. All righty. We're talking DFS. You have an eight-game early slate starting at 1.05 p.m. Eastern time. There's a five-game evening slate as well. Starting at 6.40 p.m. Eastern time. Going to kind of mix and match things here for you for your DFS outlook on the day. Uh, on the bat situation early on, keep riding those red-hot Houston Astros bats. They get to face Kyle Freeland in Houston on Monday. Loving that in a big, big way. And you got the Miami Marlins versus Adam Wainwright. Wainwright is broken, so that's not good at all. So love some uh, Miami Marlins action as well. You get some cheapies to go with the expensive Houston bats, which is always nice. And then at night, you get the L.A. Dodgers versus Luis Ortiz of the Pittsburgh Pirates, as he has been, Ortiz, that is, has been not good at all. So get your Dodgers bats in there and have some fun. On the pitching side of things, early on, Jesus Lazardo versus the St. Louis Cardinals. Lazardo's been pretty darn good. Love his hiccups from time to time, but like him in that early slate. And in the evening, you got some gambles you can make, but I don't mind gambling on Luis G- uh, Lucas Gilito versus the Toronto Blue Jays. Gilito's been outstanding, especially in the strikeout department of late. So I like to take my chances there. And then Joe Musgrove versus the Los Angeles Angels. Musgrove's been great. A really solid cash game play with some GPP upside. So don't mind me some Joe Musgrove either. Things I'm looking forward to on Tuesday, July 4th, besides celebrating with friends, family, and having a great time barbecuing and watching baseball, you get some good action on the diamond, and that is Aaron Nola versus Zach Eflin. Nola's been the up-and-down teetering man that we learned to love going up against the best offense in baseball in the Tampa Bay Rays and Zach Eflin going against the Phillies. So that should be a fun one. Uh, Tariq Skubal makes his return to the mound versus the Oakland Athletics. Great landing spot for your first start back. Skubal's looked really, really good in his rehab starts. Velocity has been great. So really looking forward to seeing how he goes against the Oakland Athletics. Get a fun one in San Diego. Shohei Otani taking the bump so he can hit two home runs and strike out 12 again. Going up against those Joe Musgrove, San Diego Padres. So Musgrove versus the Angels. Good matchup for Musgrove. Then you get Shohei on the flip side. Good pitching duel potentially in San Diego. And then Colby Allard, great in his spot start last week against Minnesota. Gets the Cleveland Guardians on Tuesday, which is a fun spot. Guardians don't strike out a ton, but a good spot for Colby Allard. Going up against Shane Bieber. That should be a really, really good one. Bieber has shown some strikeout upside of late, but he's going up against the Atlanta Braves, which is never good, P. 
period. So Kobe Allard looking to make it two straight good starts. Bieber trying to keep the train rolling against the best offense in all of baseball in the Atlanta Braves. So that should be a fun one as well. So that'll do it, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. Make sure y'all go to pitcherlist.com. Go check out the great free content over there, the written content, the podcast, and much, much more. And if you like what you're seeing, you like what you're hearing, and I don't blame you, you should, go check out PL Plus and PL Pro. Help support the cause at pitcherlist.com. You will not regret it. Great stuff over there at pitcherlist.com. Um, you get the, the Discord, which is just worth the price by itself, with all the great tools and more that keep developing at pitcherlist.com. So go check all that out. But that'll do it, folks. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow to recap your 4th of July action with a look ahead to Wednesday. Hope you guys have a fun day, a safe day. Enjoy your friends, family, whatever you have going on. And I hope to see you guys enjoy the show. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow. This was your first pitch podcast, Tuesday, July 4th edition. Hope you have a great day. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.